0: Hello, 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 John Mason. How is everybody? I hope you're all well. Passover is coming up, and I, I and my fellow Jews will celebrate this day of our liberation. Let us learn from the history that this holiday commemorates. Let us bring it forth to the future. As we celebrate the liberation of the Hebrews from their slavery, uh, of the place of narrowness, the narrow place, daring to go into the unknown land, let us always remember the heroic and courageous freedom struggles going on in the past, in the present, and ongoing into the future. Part of that struggle has been the struggle of African-Americans to attain full complete citizenship in the United States. Part of that struggle is reconstruction. (laughs) That's the period just after the Civil War. Where the Confederacy was defeated. yay, as a matter of fact, I and mean, here's a sideline. today, April 9th commemorates the day in 1865, when the Confederate General General Robert E. Lee surrendered to the Union commander, Ulysses S. Grant at Appomattox. Yes. The South lost the Civil War. A regime dedicated to perpetuating slavery was destroyed. And that should be something to celebrate. Let's have ongoing celebrations of the defeat of the Confederacy and the victory of freedom. But getting back to the subject. Reconstruction was the period just after the Civil War where the freed slaves struggled to be assimilated into American society, politically and economically, to be free to live their lives in peace, to be able to exercise the rights and privileges of citizenship also for rebuilding the Union, to reunite uh, the southern states back into the Union. Two books I've been reading on uh, on that topic was Black Reconstruction by the great African American scholar W. E. B. Du Bois and another by Eric Foner called Reconstruction. Please read them. The liberation struggles of African-Americans, particularly African-American women, made a huge step forward with the confirmation of Ketanji Brown Jackson to the Supreme Court of the United States. And part of the celebration was that, no, let's back that up. Judge Brown had to contend with the most preposterous questions coming from Republican members of the Senate Judiciary Committee. And they were all playing on The hot button issues, if you can call them that, the fears, anxieties that the Republican Party is utilizing to motivate, motivate their base. Senator Ted Cruz held aloft a, a kids level book about about anti-racist baby. That's the title. And the whole, it was a book about teaching kids about the dangers of racism. And Cruz's wisdom asked uh, Judge Brown if, if she is saying that all white babies are born racist. I mean, and he was playing on these uh, scares uh, their ginning up about the dreaded thing called critical race theory, which I repeat for the hundredth time is taught in law schools and at the graduate school level. It is not taught to pre-K kids. Okay? Tom Conn of Arkansas asked, as Judge Brown if he thought, if she thought that uh, if, if people convicted of the sexual molestation of children were punished severely enough, like she soft on pedophiles, that plays right into the uh, QAnon, a conspiracy theory, the idea that certain prominent Democrats and certain celebrities are part of this vast underground pe- network of pedophiles and that Trump was tasked to uh, wipe this, uh, this ring out. And he hasn't because there ain't none. Okay? And then there's Marcia Blackburn of Tennessee. She asked Judge Brown how to define the term woman. And that's playing right into the fears that are being stoked about transgender kids. They're they're ginning up the whole idea of that boys thinking they're girls are going into the girls' bathroom and, and all that. And that is the basis of all the anti trans bills emanating from certain state legislatures dominated by Republicans, like the latest one signed in Texas. This shows, A, the resilience of the grassroots movement promoting Judge Ketanji Jackson-Brown to the Supreme Court. And be the slide into ridiculousness and hatred that the Republican Party is descending to, deeper and deeper and deeper. It didn't just start with Trump. I trace it to to the nineteen sixty four campaign, where the racists and John Birchers were supporting the candidacy of Barry Goldwater and the idea that he was never going to support civil rights legislation at the federal level. Then down to Richard Nixon as screams about law and order. In 68 and 72 and the campaign of 1980 where, where Ronald Reagan in the same town in Louisiana and Mississippi where three civil rights activists were murdered by the Klan in 1964 proclaimed I believe in states rights that was the antebellum South slogan, states' rights, the state's rights to hold other human beings in bondage. And then there's the election of 1988, where George H.W. H. Bush, this very genteel Eastern elite country club Republican, condescended kind of to racism. the putting forth of the ads about Willie Horton, the big scary black man that they portrayed. Instead of policy, they use racism and bigotry. The fear of dark-skinned people at home or abroad. And Donald Trump picked that right up in his campaign in 2016, where he said that he was going to put build a border wall against Mexican immigrants, saying that they're rapists and drug dealers. He assumed some were good people. It was. imposing a ban on Muslims entering the country. Probably more likely good, hard-working folks trying to live the American dream, serving in our armed forces, dying for this country amid all this racism. And now they're still doing it. Oh, oh, Can't and can we forget? Can we ever forget how in the presidential campaigns of OE and in, in 2012, when Barack Obama kept being said that he was an immigrant from, he was from Kenya, like that's a bad thing, and he was a Muslim, like that was a bad thing and hence not really American. After the 2012 election, the party, the Republican Party, had this uh, self-assessment, this autopsy, which concluded that blatant in-your-face racism was a killer in an election that that they had that the party had to expand the space to include people of color apparently they haven't learned the lesson and they'll keep and they'll keep slandering lgbtq people they'll keep slandering Hispanic people, they'll keep slandering African American people. The Republican Party cannot ever get back into power ever again. Please ignore the mainstream media, the so-called left liberal slanted media. (laughs) Please ignore that media, uh, those medias uh, complaining that uh, the Republicans are gonna take back control of the House and the Senate. The election hasn't happened yet. Let's wait till the election happens, okay? And in the meantime, before the election, we got our work cut out for us. We got a job to do. Let's educate ourselves on the issues, the real issues, like infrastructure, Medicare for all. The organizing of working people, the education of our kids, violence in the streets, getting and taking guns off the streets from from uh, violent uh, and mentally ill people, and rebuilding the economy for the good of working people, for people in the neighborhoods. For low-income people, that's why I'm advocating. And then, vote. Absolutely, vote. The election hasn't happened yet, so the news media can't declare a winner just yet. In Pennsylvania on May 16th, is the primary election. Please educate yourself on the issues. Go to town hall meetings and get in touch with and meet candidates. Ask them questions. Hold them accountable. That's what they're there for. They're there for us. And then get out and vote. And get yourself involved in the process too. I'm running again for committee person in my ward in South Philly. I urge you to get in touch with the party and get yourself involved in the system. Maybe run yourself for an office. You can do it. It's been done before. You can do it again. That's what democracy is supposed to be about. Get involved in the system because the system is involved in you. The, the political system affects your whole life. The licensing and inspection of the buildings of your house. The quality of the water and sewage and in your in your in your neighborhood. The police presence in your neighborhood. Your streets and highways, your public transit, the quality of the air and water you breathe and drink, the quality of the food you eat, and the quality of your work site. Whether the, the ocean inspector will come in and make sure the your work site is is safe. You're worth it. We're all worth it. Get involved in the system. Get out and vote. Okay? Okay now advertisements. I'm I'm now shouting out my favorite little CBD store. Himperific. It's on 15th and Snyder in South Philadelphia. There you will find some of the finest cannabis products. Flour, gummies, teas, lip balm, hand sanitizer, dog treats. Yeah. Look them up, please. com And now my beloved career and business coach, Michelle Snow. Michelle Snow. Michelle will guide you through through your the development of your professional career in your small business. Like any other coach. Let you know what you're doing right, where you need work, and help you network with others. Professionals and entrepreneurs. Please look her up. Grow with snow dot Okay. Okay, that's my rant for the day. And more to come. Let's not buy our tones for nothing. Let's not ever let these bullies in Congress or these idiots stumping around swastikas Well let nobody like the old civil rights have them, ain't nobody ain't, nobody, ain't gonna let nobody turn us around marching off to freedom land just like the ancient Israelites they didn't know what freedom land looked like but they took the chance Let's take the chance. We'll get there. Okay? Thank you all. Have a good weekend. Bye.